Welcome to Shenanigans at Shady Pines, a show where two 90s babies, who are a little too obsessed with the Golden Girls, sit down, episode by episode, to dissect the show. We'll answer the question, why is this show still a hit 40 years later? Hi, I'm Jenna. And I'm Caroline. And this is Shenanigans at Shady Pines. In this episode, we'll be discussing Season 4, Episode 20, High Anxiety. Oh. <laughs> it's been a while. I know. How, how you been, Jenna? How you been? No, it's been quite a while, and we're finally back. We're in summertime. Yeah. We're back to normal human beings, not just shells of humans, a.k.a. Yeah. teachers in May and June. Yeah, honestly, they're like it's it, that time of year is really hard to explain. Yes, it's if you're just, not going through it. Yeah, yeah, it's like nothing was specifically different. No, but just like your, your everything is so different. Yeah, we had been just powering through. Yes, and you especially had just been doing so many things all at the same time. Yes. And we have always said from the beginning, this podcast would only be fun. Yeah. And if it wasn't fun, then like, then like, like, what's the point? Like, we're not doing it. Obviously, we're not doing it for money. (laughs) Yeah, no. Yeah, we're not doing it for anything except fun because we love the Golden Girls. So honestly, I think our break was, um, I think it was needed. Yes. And, but like, I mean, I missed it. I missed it too. I missed interacting with people on Instagram about the episodes because that's like one of the best parts is talking to people about how they felt about the episode. And it was really nice. Even, even if we didn't respond, like we saw messages asking us where we were and if we were okay. And it was like, oh, we make it, but you care. People care. I know people know that we exist. So that's really nice. Yes, we're okay. We just, we needed a moment to focus on other things and put this at the back burner because like Caroline said, this is fun. We're having fun. And we're not trying to stress each other out without just adding something else to our plate. So thank y'all for sticking around and checking in on us and um, joining us on this wonderful journey that we like to call shenanigans at Shady Pines. Yeah, that was really, like, full circle. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry that we have to come back on an episode, like, high anxiety, though. <laughs> I know. And you know what? That honestly could be, like, why we weren't so ambitious to come back. Yeah. Because we knew that we were coming back to this episode. Yeah. And what's funny is, I think both of, yeah, yeah, both of us had fully watched this episode. I fully yeah. took my notes. I made the outline. I made right. everything. I was all ready to go. And when it right. actually came time to record, that was when it start like yeah so yeah yeah i i will say though i was like mostly impressed at how this episode handled rose's addiction i agree i agree and i'm sure we'll get into that in a little bit but i agree with that statement cool okay well let's learn about this episode let's do some adult education how about we okay (laughs) so the description of this episode is from hulu sophia accidentally knocks a bottle Mm -hmm. of roses pills down the sink not the pills not the pills um and from imdb rose tries to overcome her addiction to painkillers meanwhile dorothy and sophia are hired to appear in a tv commercial for a pizzeria 
<laughs> that part. This is like honestly one of my favorite side plots of the whole series. It's a good one. It's a good one. Um, it pops yeah, in like my mind a lot. Well. I I um, like flashback. Yeah. Was oh 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 oh. You're good. This, You're good. This episode was written by Susan Harris, Martin Wise, and Robert Bruce. He has uh, yes. two first names. Oh wow. Some people would call that. No, that's something else. I was going to say firsty lasty, but I think that's a firsty lasty is when you call somebody by their first name and their last name. So disregard. Okay. Yeah. But um, <laughs> you, you know what? Tara Hughes is back directing oh, this, this episode. So thank goodness. Surprise. Thank goodness for Terry Hughes. And if there was one her. person I missed the most in this absence, it was Terry Hughes. Oh, yes. Yes. So. Our fifth golden girl. Yes. Um, we have two guest stars. We have Jay Thomas as Cy Ferber, which I think that's the director. That is correct. And then we have Nancy Black as Heather, and I'm assuming she's the one who ends up being the granddaughter of I think the so. Yeah, I think so. Guess yeah. what, Ma? <laughs> Sorry, Grandma. <laughs> yeah. Um, this episode aired on March 25th, 1989. Nice. And not too much was going on on this day, except Allie from Allie and AJ was born on this day. They're like making a comeback. Did you know that? Apparently. I think they've toured and stuff. So it's pretty cool. That's good for that. I like that one song that they do. We weren't super into their Disney Channel movie, but I mean... I think it was just a timing thing. Yeah. Because we didn't I have liked, Disney Channel, you know? I liked the one who was in um, Phil yes. the Future. Yes. I think that's Allie. I think so, too. I'm pretty sure that's Allie. And I liked her in Easy A, too. And then AJ was... Now, this is showing my horse girl moment. But oh, AJ Lord. was in the movie Secretariat. That was the oh daughter. heck yeah. 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 I love that. <laughs> That's she cool. sings in the movie too, actually. But no way. Yeah. Um anyway. Anyway other things that were going on. We have Mike and the Mechanics, The Living Years as a song, Bangles, Eternal Flame. Oh um, Surface, Closer Than Friends. We have Jason Donovan, Too Many Broken Hearts, and the Madonna Like a Prayer. I was literally just singing a song the other day. One of my favorite songs. I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast yet, but I've been very into lifting weights lately. And literally, one of my favorite songs has been Like a Prayer to Lift To, oh. Oh. but not the Madonna version. Okay. Um, the There's a Miley Cyrus cover of it that I really like. <gasps> I love it's Miley's really voice. I do too. It's so like raspy and just like it's it I really like it too. Yeah. And her singing like a prayer, it's like a live version. It's like I'm like I think like, I know what you're talking about. It's really good. There's one it other is what is the other song? Um I know she sings Jolene on the same mm-hmm. um recording. There's one other song that I really like, but yeah, highly recommend. Man, that is just really showing our millennial status right there. That's the whole point of this, though. <laughs> it really You is. know this is a show where two 90s babies sit down I and mean, do stuff. I feel like we're connecting it, connecting an 80s show to the night to millennial. We are! Years. We are! And you know what? I do love the Madonna version, but like I really like the Miley Cyrus version. Nice. I said what I said. 
I said what I said. That's okay. <laughs> well, are you ready for some fun facts that I found on IMDb? Always. Okay. So, um, I believe... Oh, yeah. Okay, this one is a consistency one that I think is, you know, interesting. Um, so, in this episode, um, Dorothy talks about how Rose is allergic to cats. Mm-hmm. But... In a mm. flashback episode, remember the way we met, mm-hmm. um, Blanche's, me- she meets Rose at the supermarket and Rose is holding that cat. Right, Mr. Right, right. Mr. Peepers, as some mm-hmm. will remember. So, <laughs> these writers, man, it's fine. Um, and then, according to Golden Girls Forever, which is that great book that mm. mm-hmm. I have. Um, so, I really need to open that for, like, it doesn't I have every episode read in it. it. I mean, I don't know if I've read it cover to cover, but it's great. It's a, it's on my coffee table, actually. It's a great coffee oh, table book. Love that. Yeah. Um, so Jay Thomas in the book says that during rehearsal of one of the pizzeria scenes with B and Estelle, he transposed, which means like switched two mm-hmm. words by accident, which mm-hmm. ended up getting a laugh. Estelle Getty came over to him later and said B didn't like ad libs, mm-hmm. but it, since it had gotten a laugh in rehearsal, he did the same thing on tape night, and mm-hmm. B Arthur was not happy with it then either. I love when actors ad lib. I love it. To quote Dorothy, I'm sorry, it was just an ad lib. <laughs> oh, that's crazy that she didn't like that. I know. I feel like she's just, you know, like a by the book kind of game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she was in the Marines, fine. so. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that actually gives that a lot of context. <laughs> yeah. I also love an ad lib. I love those lines or those like behind the scenes things like learning what was right. real and what was not real. Did you, you didn't see House of Gucci, right? No. But you saw the trailer, right? Yes. Okay, so, you know, it's in the trailer where she goes, Father, Son, and House of Gucci. That was, yeah. that was, yeah, that wasn't, they made that Really? Up. Yeah, that was something that they did, like, apparently on set a lot, and they did oh, it. Oh, that's so funny. I know! Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's all the, that's all the, uh, IMDb fun facts that I've got. All right. Well, I yeah. guess it's time to get into the episode. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so the episode begins with a a random bit that, like, I don't forget ever, even though it doesn't really have anything to do with the episode. I never realized it until I watched this. That I, this is a key, like, moment. Like, I always remember this moment, but it has nothing to do with the rest of anything. It's never brought up again. No, it's just significant for some reason. Yeah. Um, we learn that Dorothy used to work in a malt shop, and so she makes, um, you know, milkshakes. And I, <laughs> I love oh when gosh. she's slurping it out of the, the blender with a straw. She goes, <laughs> nom, 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 <laughs> I just like the, the slurping noise. I just think that's really funny. And I love the breastfeeding joke. I think that's hilarious. Oh, yes. Is it any wonder I never breastfed her? Oh, my gosh. So good. It's great. Um, So Sophia comes home to see that. And then um, she talks about how she was just at this local pizza place that's actually like Mm -hmm. a Sicilian pizza place. Mm -hmm. And she was talking to the guy and um, he decided to put her in their like local commercial um yeah i know right how exciting for her and it makes sense because it's like a family restaurant like why not Mm -hmm. and i don't know if it's revealed at this point but like why 
in the heckin' world do they want to film the commercial at their house when it's a literal restaurant? Unless it's like a pizza place where you can take it and bring it home. But yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but it's a restaurant. Okay. I'm sorry. I guess they didn't have to-go things back then. I don't know. No, they probably... No, they did. Remember? Um, um, no. What'd you get? A bucket of chicken. A bucket of chicken. <laughs> a bucket of chicken. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but in this moment, we find Rose is looking for um, her pills. Mm-hmm. And this has never been mentioned before, but I think that's fine because I don't think the girls knew either. Yeah. But... Rose has these painkillers that she takes for an old farm injury. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was revealed that Sophia accidentally knocked her pills into the sink and forgot to tell her. Aww. Which I so, kind of feel bad for Sophia in this moment because it's not like she yeah. did it on purpose. And Yeah. Maybe yeah. Sophia is the reason, and I totally get that. Maybe Sophia is the reason that they do childproof love. <laughs> or caps on the. I don't know how how long those have been around for, but yeah, it's it's a true. I mean, that's an honest mistake, and I probably wouldn't go out of my way to tell somebody that I knocked their pills into the sink either. Yeah. So yeah, we learned though that um, Rose like she's kind of freaking out a little bit, but it's not that bad. Yeah, I didn't. <sighs> yeah. In this moment, I wouldn't have guessed she was addicted to them. No, 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 no. I don't think so either. Yeah. No. Um, so later, um, Sophia is meeting with the director mm-hmm. and um, they're talking about the commercial and he's like, you know what? This is like a family style restaurant. Dorothy, you should be in the commercial too. And Dorothy, yeah, yeah Dorothy's cool, but Blanche does not want that until um, she learns that he's going to pay her a thousand dollars a day. To film the commercial at her house. I mean, I don't blame her. That's kind of a large inconvenience to have. I mean, can you imagine the camera equipment back then? Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Cameras were huge. And what's funny, I love all the jokes about the video equipment already being in her bedroom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. And I love that. It all, oh, I just love it so much. So <laughs> I think good. that might have been in the earlier scene because Rose says something like, like, I don't remember the line that Rose says, but it's pretty great. Um, so they're around the kitchen. The director's kind of like, you know, envisioning his commercial. He's got this great vision. And Rose is baking a cake that's very, very sensitive to noise. And she, you know, checks on it and it falls. The cake falls and she goes, why, why, why? Why? Yeah, I mean, she's very upset. I am very upset. I am very upset. And, you know, I didn't, I think she was, you know, very angry, but you know what? I, I, I can empathize with her. I can too. It's a cake. Like, you know, I don't like when Blanche said, and I know Blanche was trying to be a good friend where Blanche says, you can make the cake again. Like, cakes are a lot of work. Yeah. And, like, I felt like that director was very imposing and not very, um... He was very comfortable right away for it not being, like, his space. He was yeah, very, um, yeah. just kind of made himself at home and, like, was bossing people around already. And maybe that's just his personality. But it's like, dude, like, 
other people live here. This is not just your place. It's a shared home. Yeah, totally agree. Be mindful. I know. Be mindful. Mm. Um, it turns out that um, Rose, uh, we learn later that um, th- the director actually, like, calls off the commercial. Right. Um, but later we find out they're just going to film it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I guess the restaurant. I forget. Um, but Rose, like. She was very aggressive. Not aggressive, but. Um, uh, I mean, aggressive. She was aggressive before, but I'm talking about in the next scene where she just flips and she says, love oh. meeting your director friend yesterday. Yeah, I mean, she almost saw it in a completely, like, the whole situation, like, happening in a completely different light. Like, she didn't yeah. even acknowledge that's, it. That's the part that makes me go, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, maybe she has a problem. Because, um, I mean, in the scene yeah. before when she is upset, like, we don't really see that side of her, like, where she gets easily frustrated. You know, normally Mm-mm. she's, you know, glass half full kind of gal. Yeah. But then she snapped, and then now she's back to being happy and yeah. half full but again. Like, but, like, delusional about how badly she overreacted. Right. Um, And... It turns out she was, like, on edge because she didn't have her pills, and she says mm-hmm. she only takes them when she needs them. But then you find out she's been taking the pills for 30 years. Yes, and I, here I'm going to call into, I have questions. Yeah, for sure. Does, she has a prescription, but is the prescription just, like, a forever thing? Or, like, does she have to keep going back to the doctor to keep getting the prescription refilled? Like, this is where I have questions where I don't understand. And maybe, like, it was different back then. I I feel feel like this is truly possible. Like, especially back then. Maybe not so much now, but I do feel like this probably could have been a thing, you know? Um, Like, just it being refilled whenever? you run out yeah and ma- I think that's so what too. that's what i think i don't think that could be this way now because um especially pain pills are seemingly pretty regulated now yeah. um because of addiction issues but the this was like you know however many years ago when those issues were it's like i mean dependency on pills has been around for a long time but yeah. you know i feel like a lot of learning has happened since this show so yeah because i mean yeah for me and getting medicine for ADHD because I was diagnosed a year ago now, a little bit over a year ago, and going through that, like, to get, like, you have to wait a certain amount of time in between picking mm-hmm. up your medication to get it and they yes. check your driver's license. And, like, I appreciate it because it is can be, um, you know things can get out of hand for certain people for certain medication um so and it's I, kind of I nice feel having like, that checks and balances yeah i feel like a lot of that though is because of things like this oh yeah absolutely you know? yeah i definitely agree um yeah they're they, they i don't think the girls are aggressive in the way that they confront rose no but do, and I, I do, I really, I think the girls handle it really well. Um, like, maybe, do you think, like, you're dependent on these pills? Yeah. And, like, maybe you shouldn't take them anymore? Mm-hmm. And it's an interesting discussion because it's not like she is, you know, 
sneaking these pills or getting them illegally or anything. She's right. literally prescribed them, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that's one thing this show does really well is, like, challenging doctors. Like, right. maybe we, like, shouldn't just take every doctor's word for it, you know? Right. And um, what was um, cool about how they reacted to is I think um, especially Dorothy was really mindful that I mean, she's been taking this medication for 30 years. Like, she needs mm-hmm. to be safe about this. Like, yes, mm-hmm. that is a long time to be taking a medication. And I don't know what it was, but... Um, it was a pain you know, medication. Yeah, it was a pain medicine. So, you have to do that safely. I mean, you have to go... I know a lot of people will get checked into a hospital to detox mm-hmm. like, yeah. and be monitored the whole time because... It's so dangerous. Yeah. Like, your yeah. body's and literally, like, Blanche said, dependent on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Rose is, like, later, you know, decide- I think she decides, you know, to stop taking the pills. And she's really just trying to keep herself busy. And she's, mm-hmm. you know, rearranging the kitchen cabinets. and mm-hmm. But it turns out she just wants to take the pills. And mm-hmm. she she's revealed that she's already taken them again. And she really, really, really just doesn't want to go to rehab, which I totally mm-hmm. get. That's scary. Yeah, for sure. You don't want to, you know, move and, and that's got to be just a terrible, awful process. Um, she's like honestly afraid of what's going to happen when she stops taking the pills. Because, I mean, you've been relying on something for 30 years. Mm-hmm. And think about, like, what worried me with Rose is, like, she's been this kind, bubbly person for so long and, like, you saw her at, like, when she didn't have the medication, Mm -hmm. like, think about the personality switch that could happen, like, that would be scary. Absolutely, I mean, yeah, for sure. And I've never, I've never dealt with anything like this, so this is just me totally... Speculation. Exactly, that's the word I was looking for. For sure, but that's, yeah, I mean, it's true, it's true. Um... I really, really like how Rose says, I'm ashamed. Like, she says she's ashamed. And Dorothy says, you know, like, I think it's Dorothy who says you shouldn't be embarrassed. Lots of people do this. You have a medical problem. Yes. And it's not. It's very validating, it seems. It it is. and And I hope and I feel like that world is kind of shifting instead of looking down on people with addictions to humanizing it and like it is a like a mental thing it's not there's nothing wrong with you it's just it's an addiction it's something that your body has no control over yeah and it's okay to get help like please get help i feel like in some ways like people have moved forward to understand that like addiction is like a serious mental health issue Mm -hmm. but i mean in a lot of ways, it hasn't just because addiction affects not just the people who are addicted, but their mm-hmm. family, their friends, like their whole mm-hmm. world. So, you know, like no matter what, like if you are an addict or if you have addiction issues, like, you know, it the issues go beyond mm-hmm. when you're just addicted. Like even if you get off what you're addicted to, like there's mm-hmm. still a lasting impact. Absolutely. So it's it's still I don't I, I I'm not obviously not in a place to say if it's gotten harder or easier as the years have gone on because I still feel like it's it's terrible yeah because I mean it's it's scary it's a scary scary thing and yeah yeah all right well the girls um 
they kind of, um, what's the word? They kind of meet Rose in the middle Mm -hmm. and they want her to keep quitting the pills, but they decide, you know what, like, let's stay up all night with her. She just has to make it till the morning. And I do, I do like when they play the St. Olaf Monopoly. (laughs) For like two seconds. I know. I win. (laughs) What did she buy? Oh, oh. A street. The only street in St. Olaf. (laughs) This is the stupidest game. This part to me was really relatable as a new mom because what What about it? Like if I just make it till morning, I'll be okay. Yeah. Because like when the twins would wake Sam and I up at night or I would have to, you know, be pumping. It's a lonely, lonely world because you are up in the middle of the night. Nobody else is up. And it's quiet and it's not scary, but it's just quiet and you're alone and you feel so terribly alone. Whoa. And it's like you're in, of course, your hormones are all over the place because you just had a child or in my case, two children. And right. you, you just feel so terribly alone. And this part, like the way that Rose described it, like you just have to make it till morning yeah was so relatable because it's like once the sun came up it was almost like the world was awake again and you weren't alone anymore yeah yeah that's 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 an interesting connection for sure yeah yeah and not exactly the same but i could even connect it to like anxiety and like being in the midst of like panic Mm -hmm. and I'm sure what helps people, but what helps me is, like, thinking of literally just the next moment and just making it to this next thing. And, like, it'll be better, you know? Yeah. Like, grounding yourself. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, (laughs) I do enjoy, um, see, this is a nice, um, segue. We have, um, tried to make connections to Rose's problems. Mm. And... Blanche also tries to make a connection to Rose's problem. There was a time in my life. I love how she says it. There was a time in my life when I tried quitting something. Oh, I mean, she is dead serious. Like, this was a pivotal moment in her life. Oh, yes. Where she was not successful. (laughs) Sex Dorothy. It's so yes, great. sex. I, I tried giving <laughs> up sex. <laughs> After, like, George had died, she tried to be celibate. And it, who was it? Who was it again? I think, wasn't it the preacher? I think it was. Like, during the ceremony, I could see. I think it was the, I think it was the preacher. I, I think so. I don't even remember anymore. It's so quick, but I just love her delivery. It, 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 it. They always find a way to get Blanche to connect it back to sex, and it's really great. I just I, oh, and I, Blanche I, delivers every time. <laughs> yeah, she just milks every single word, and it's fabulous. Yes, so great. Um, well, the sun came up. Um, they made it. They made it through the yes. night, and it's like a pretty triumphant moment. So, like, woo! Um, and then this is the best scene of the whole episode. To me, Wait, can we me. go back a little bit really quick? Ugh! Fine. Sorry. I I hate this part when the sun comes up. Not that yeah. part. I think that's great. And they have a moment of victory. But it, 
I don't like how, and the girls did not do this intentionally, but it was like, okay, it's all over. Like, you're not addicted anymore. Okay, let's yeah, go yes. on. Yeah. And, like, that's the whole problem with everything. Like, even though, like, you might make it through rehab or even yes. though, you know, the sun came up, like, you still have to work at it. And Absolutely. they do address this later. But I think it was, this part of it was probably intentional because, yeah. you know, I'm sure in that situation a lot of times, like, once you come out of rehab or uh-huh. once, you know, you've hit a milestone, right. a lot of people assume that mm-hmm. it's over, but it's yeah. really not, you yeah. know. And they do address it later. I just they do. I hate it. It just I it know. makes not sad, but it it's like It's oh. like we've si- we know. It, yeah. yeah, for sure. I understand yeah. that. Anyway. Um, yeah. Now we can, can move t- on. Now we can talk about the, the best part of the episode. Yes. The scene with the commercials. Yes. <laughs> There's just moment after moment after moment yes. after moment in this scene that are so great. What is your favorite <laughs> um, part of this I just, scene? like, I just like hearing Dorothy read the lines. Yes. And, like the, guess what, Ma? I got some real good... Oh, I, it's not grammatical. And yes. I just, I, I can just hear the scene in my head a lot. Just, I like when he tells her to look at the camera like she has, she, like she's making love to it. And oh, yeah. She looks at the camera. <laughs> oh. It's a good part. I love when he just cuts her off and tell her, tells her not to write anymore. Like, just write it like this. Or, yeah. That whole part with the grammatical stuff and she just keeps going and going and going. It's like, oh she my gosh, says, she's such an English teacher. I know. And then she goes, pizzazz. Hey, I can act and write. <laughs> so good. I know. And I love just the cut to the cut. cut. Yes. Yeah. And guess what, Grandma? I got some real good pizza, just like you used to eat back in Sicily. And she like throws the pizza on the table. Yes. It's just a great scene. Everything it about it is great. And I love the full circle ending of, oh, the pizza's not even good. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> so funny. And a Sicilian won't lie about pizza or file a tax return. <laughs> so that's a mighty lousy that's pizza. That's a mighty lousy pizza. So great. Um, Yeah. Oh, so the next scene is, sorry, my, um, my brain, for some reason I thought Rose spit out. Okay. So Dorothy walks in on Rose later, mm-hmm. taking a pill. Oh, and oh, yes. This is, this is Fred Flintstone. Yes. But it's not one of her pills, but it is, um, Fred Flintstone, mm-hmm. but she had already taken her pill, so she already, um, yeah, you know, relapsed, and she does acknowledge, like, you know what, I think, I think I need to mm-hmm. go to rehab, pretty much, and she does go to rehab, and she comes back in the last scene, and it, it, it is, it's, they do acknowledge, like. I'm not cured, but I can, Mm -hmm. I know I can live without my pills or my drugs if I take it one day at a time, which Mm -hmm. is great. But I do feel like it's a little bit too clean of a, I know it's a sitcom. I know it's a sitcom. Right. Because I mean, rehab can be like a a scary place and 
just going through the detox and being sick and it's not a it's not it's not all flowers and roses yeah and it's not as simple as the line i can live without drugs if i take it one day at a time yeah i mean you know i know that's a helpful it seems like that's a helpful mantra to a lot of people but Mm -hmm. you know it's not that simple it's so much deeper than that so and i'm wondering and i don't know if they had this when this episode aired but like if they you know at the end said if you know if you or someone you know oh has a problem like please reach out to this number or whatever Mm -hmm. i I wonder yeah yeah that's what i was wondering just I feel like that's important. if it aired today, it would, for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, for this episode, for I, uh, Stand By Your Man, I just have one person to count. You know, the mm-hmm. person who she slept with after her mm-hmm. time that she tried to give up sex, Dorothy. Yeah, um, so this is a even episode, so it's your turn to say your lady of the evening first. Oh gosh, I haven't even thought about it. Um, oh. I think I'm going to do... Blanche. Ah, Blanche, tell me more. Just because she was very supportive. She tried to bring, you know, comedy into it with her story. Mm-hmm. Um, try to make light of the situation and, and all in good fun. Um, yeah. I I just thought she was really supportive of Rose in the best way possible. Because I feel like, do you think Dorothy or Blanche was the one who tried to make her go to rehab more? Like, I think or do you Dorothy think it was... was... I, I kind of feel like it was a joint effort. Like, they both supported that decision. Yeah. No, I feel like they both did, but I feel like it was Dorothy specifically who had the lines more. Yeah. I think she, I feel like she was pushing it a little bit more. But I Blanche, think, you know, was 100% supportive. Yeah. You know? I think, for me personally, Blanche's whole, the way she went about being supportive mm-hmm. of her friend is probably the way that I personally would have, like, try to bring yeah. light to the situation. While mm-hmm. still being 100% supportive, but, you know, trying to not make it funny, because it's definitely not funny, but you know what I mean? Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to make light of it. Yeah. And I, I'm i going to pick Dorothy. Okay. Um, I think she, you know, I obviously think she was a supportive friend, mm-hmm. but, you know, the whole scene of real pizza with pizzazz. With pizzazz. What? So good. Hey, I can act damn right. Yeah, I think Dorothy, like, you know, um, really shined in this episode. <laughs> yeah. I thought she was hilarious, she and was I was good. a big fan. Yeah. I Maybe more so for comedy in this episode. You know, but I do, I do feel like she was a great supportive friend to Rose. So, yeah. All right, what would you rank in this episode, Jenna? A five. A five. I think I'll give it a six. I didn't hate it, but also didn't love it. There are some scenes that, like, really carried it for me. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't rewatch this episode all the time. Mm -mm. That night part not triggers me because I don't want to go that far and be dramatic about it. But the night scene really, it, it makes me go back to those newborn weeks with the girls at night and i did not like that that moment of my life sure 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 but anyway 
yeah i did like them i did like that moment in my life i did not like those nights there i get that yeah that makes sense totally so yeah golden um, moment yeah golden moments um <laughs> do, do you have any i have one okay what's yours well i have technically two but the pizza with pizzazz obviously obviously and then um the part at the end where rose has a the fried gummy and dorothy goes rose spit it out but dorothy right now rose this is this is fred flintstone his nose <laughs> is dissolved but it's definitely fred flintstone <laughs> this is fred flintstone that whole yeah. little moment and uh, how um b arthur delivered that line was gold yes to me. yes i i agree that that one's a stick out moment yeah um the other ones i'm thinking are sex dorothy i tried quitting sex (laughs) that's a great one yeah i like how we both picked you picked dorothy for your golden girl and i picked blanche and then we switched for our quotes i know i love that for us so silly we're so silly okay what is next week Next week is going to be season four, episode 21, Little Sister. Cool. Cool. Um, do you remember this episode? What is it again? I was not listening. It's Rose's <laughs> little sister. So um, Holly comes to town and she Who? kind of like, Holly, her sister Holly. Oh, when she steals Blanche and Dorothy. Yes. Okay. I don't watch yes. this episode that much, so I don't honestly don't know how to pre-rank it. I, I also don't watch it a lot. I can, like, yeah, I agree with you there. I think I'm going to give it, like, a six or seven. I'll give it a seven. Okay. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be bad. I just, I don't have a lot to remember. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. There's a lot of, like, Holly being friends with, like, something about her that the other girls can't see. Yeah. So, you know, good times. Well, cool. <laughs> All right, well, we'll TTYL. Okay, bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Shenanigans at Shady Pines. Be sure to catch our next episode. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any more episodes. Leave a review so more people can find us at Shady Pines. Be sure to check out our Instagram at Shenanigans at Shady Pines. All one word. Until next time. Thank you for being a friend. You can cut all this out so I don't sound like a complete moron. I don't know how, like, I'll have to cut everything out to make you... (laughs) (laughs) Funny.